Hey guys, this is Nathan, just here to let you know that this is going to be the last normal episode of the podcast until the new year because we're doing a Game of the Year episode, but we're only talking about games that we've made. It's going to be a weird, goofy time, and we want you to get in on the action as well. So visit the link in the description and vote for your favorite game that we've made this year and see which one wins. We're going to be talking about them as if they're real games that came out this year, so it's going to be it's going to be weird and goofy, but that's enough from me. On with the show. Oh, and we also have a Discord. Check out the link in the description. Okay, bye. Hello and welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 26 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt, and today we are joined by two very special guests. Firstly, Cam is out this week, so we are joined by the returning guest that puts the buy in gamesindustry.biz. It's Reb Valentine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I you. You mentioned that joke to me before the show, and now hearing it out loud, it's even funnier. (laughs) Good. I'm I'm glad. Um, And you may know our other guest from her streams or her fantastic Twitter presence. She's in games dev, loves Neopets, and is on a mission to cosplay every red-headed character. It's Samantha (laughs) Ray, a.k.a. Samethyst. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic, and I love that (laughs) introduction. Sam, we're talking about Neopets later, you and me. Oh, we're talking. Hey, guys, I don't want to spoil it, but we're talking about Neopets today on this podcast. Oh, I'm ready. My body's prepared. Usually I say like, we have a little conversation and I say, but this isn't a podcast about whatever we're talking about. Um, We're just going to jump into it. So it's time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. The first game, we'll just jump into this one for today is a Neopets game that is a survival game that is published by EA. So oh, no, no, you just ruined Neopets. <laughs> I would not give Neopets to EA. I think at this point, bad like netcode ruined Neopets. No. You can't play half of those games anymore. That's but true. I can sure try. <laughs> I'm like my my girlfriend is gonna like bust through the wall and start yelling about Neopets if she hears me discuss this. But no, um, EA put microtransactions in Neopets. I was just gonna. <laughs> I mean, that's the low-hanging fruit here, right? Like, that's exactly what they would do to Neopets. Oh, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm, like, picturing, like, Ark, when you're just kind of thrown on this island. <laughs> but you're a Neopet. <laughs> that's very good. I, I could like actually, I mean, I could get down with, like, a survival Neopets game. Like, whether either you're the Neopet or, like, like kind of maybe with... I don't want to, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. I don't want to just like turn this into Pokemon, but like you're the person and you've got your little group of Neopets and you've got to like, you've got to like take care of them. You got to feed them, but it's like survival. So there's like not, there's not a giant omelet to just go and like, you know, slice a big cheesy slab off of and feed them. Like you gotta, you gotta craft (laughs) stuff. You have to forage for it. You have to forage for the berries. Um, so I'm thinking that, you know, with like Jedi Fallen Order that, that came out, like it's, you know, it's, it's an EA published game, but it's like probably the least EA ish that's come out in a while. Maybe we're in, maybe we're on that, that new leaf turned over uh, EA. That's, that's like, what if we just make the game good? Like we did a couple times ago, (laughs) maybe they're, you know, not using the frostbite engine and maybe they're like, let's just make a good faithful Neopets game. But for some reason it's a survival game. (laughs) I would love to live in that universe. I mean, they did make, they did make Neopets uh, an RPG. Who did that? Oh, yeah. Who did that? Yeah, I, I still own that. Uh, 
PlayStation 2, Neopets, The Darkest Fairy. I don't Ooh. remember who who made it. I would bet money that it was not EA. It was definitely <laughs> not EA. <laughs> Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look that up. You can tell tell us what uh, that game was like because I'm gonna look up who made that and all that sort of stuff. So what I remember from it, I should just replay it. Yes. <laughs> just just dive back in. But basically. You're this this poor little Neopet, and you really want to become a knight. So you end up, like, running errands for your farm family, and... I, I'm scared to replay it, because when I re-looked it up, everyone's like, oh yeah, no, this game was awful. I'm like, wait, oh, no, no, I loved it. So now I kind of don't want to replay it, but I also want to replay it. So here's what's really weird, is the the developer behind Neopets the Darkest Fairy is Idle Minds, which became uh, Deck Nine, which did like Life is Strange Before the Storm and like Ratchet Deadlocked and like, um, yeah. So, and a a Cool Borders game, apparently. Nice. Nice. Um, So that's really interesting. So the dev is still around. The dev could just be like, you know what? We still got this Neopets. (laughs) 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 Let's do this again. So what if EA publishing it does not mean microtransactions? Then what does EA publishing it mean? Like what's what are the other hallmarks of what EA does? So is it a sports game? Okay, yeah. <laughs> NB, there, NBA, but the N is for Neopets. <laughs> whoa, whoa! The Neopets, um, basketball, like, sur- basketball <laughs> association survival survival guild. Um, <laughs> So maybe maybe it is like maybe there is microtransactions in that like all of the different Neopets and pet pets and stuff all that kind of stuff is like microtransaction it, like you get it in a pack like you buy like a pack of stuff and you get your you get your you get some avatars because like my girlfriend like loved Neopets and like she was like an avatar collector for the uh, like the forums and stuff you'll get a couple like weird mini games like potato counter or whatever (laughs) um that you can that you can play on this island when you're like trying to stay alive you can make like maybe you can make like a little hut that you live in with your with your neopets um and maybe like you uh sam like you were saying it's like ark we're not gonna let you throw poop in this one neopets is not gonna let you throw poop like ark oh i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry we have to go back (laughs) 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 this game is not seeing the light of day (laughs) <laughs> I think that makes sense, though. I could see, like, microtransactions fitting into a game like this where, you know, it's, it's like, customizable stuff, like get, getting a pet pet or getting, like, something to dress up your Neopet in. I think I'd be furious if this game existed and if different... Because, like, there's a bunch of different species of Neopets you can get, right? You can adopt, like, whichever yeah. one. I would be so mad if different species were gated behind microtransactions because, man, I better be able to get a walkie when I start because it's my favorite. <laughs> I need a walkie. See, I was... When I played Neopets back in the day, I was... It was my life mission to get a poogle. Okay. <gasps> but they were so hard to get. Yeah. Those would 100% be behind <laughs> They'd the paywall. be behind the paywall, yeah. And of course. And I am a slave to consumerism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I would drop money on that. So so maybe the the plot, like the setup for this island that you and your Neopets are on and the survival element of it is... The world has been taken over by webkins, and you need to. <gasps> no. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> exactly. No I I listen. I know, and so you're going to, <laughs> you're going to take back. Um, I don't know what it's going to be like. Like some sort of 
um, island. You're going to be taking it back from the Webkins, but they are they're hostile. They're more focused on capitalism, I think, than Neopets because there's Shopkins <laughs> and all that sort of stuff, right? They're they're in every this store. Is weirdly so. political. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> um, and so Webkins has taken over over the world and you need to with your Neopets, you need to bring back the the pure joy of the like early 2000s, you know, some AOL online rebuild Neo- Neopia, is that what it was? Yeah, it was Neopia. The I think one of the things that I love the most about Neopets was how how different that experience was depending on like what you were doing there like yeah. it was, it was a, you know a pet game but then you could also like build a shop and try to earn a bunch of neo points or you could like build i learned like how to make html through their web pages yeah. or i hung out on the forums and did like text-based role-playing and was just, like yes! a giant <laughs> oh my God. nerd for for years and years like there were so many different things you could do and, or in the mini games too like the, the games are a big deal also and i i wonder like if this is a very survival focused game or if this has a lot of elements of all these different kinds of experiences. Cause I can see like an online social aspect to the game being interesting too, where kind of like the forums where you like run into other people and have to collaborate on something. I don't know. So a while ago, Sam on Twitter uh, tweeted about the darkest fairy game and how she wants to replay it. And I like, Message her about uh, uh, putting her intro for the show together. It's like, I know we're going to be talking about Neopets on <laughs> on this show. <laughs> um, and we were talking about how, like, you know, Neopets can often get like a, you know, the side eye from from very, very mature and serious gamers. Oh. But what the fuck is Destiny if not just Neopets again? Like, what <laughs> oh my is God. Any, any of these games of, as a service? Like, that's just Neopets, but you're paying for it monthly or whatever with expansions <laughs> and stuff like you're doing all of this social stuff. You're doing all of this, like, you know, auxiliary shit that has like nothing to do with the game itself. And like, you know, you're playing dress up with your friends and shooting some robots. Um, like <laughs> Neopets was just that, but not, you know, a third person shooter made by Bungie or a first person shooter made by Bungie. So I think that like New Neopets, pitch. new pitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're making a Neopets, uh, first person shooter where you, you kill the webkins. Oh Every God. game is just a slightly more interactive version of the wheel of monotony. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> what else, what else could you do in Neopets? You could adopt, you could adopt Neopets, which I thought was mm-hmm. cool. So like you would get, so you could customize your pets. So they had paint brushes. So you could oh, put like, yeah. Yeah, so you could put like cer- certain patterns and stuff on your pets, but sometimes that's just you- a shader. That's just a Destiny shader. Yep. See, <laughs> your new pets got skins. They did. <laughs> and if you didn't want that pet anymore, you could put it up for adoption. Gotcha. And someone else could then adopt it. Usually, yeah. you know, when you went to the, I mean, not to be harsh towards Neopets, but but usually when you went to the adoption center in Neopets, it was a bunch of, like, because there, there are four basic colors. You get, like, red, blue, green, and yellow. Like, that yeah. was what you started with, and then every, everything else cost in-game money. Um, but usually when you went to adopt a Neopet, it was, it was Neopet with, like, um, you know, just one of the four basic colors. It was usually one of the le- least popular Neopets and not one of the really cute ones. And it yeah. had a name. It, ha- it would have a name, like, Bob67291 underscore. Like, you, I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There, there could be like a battle element to this too. Like I'm looking at the wiki uh, for the trading card game and y'all, there was 10 expansions on <laughs> the Neopets trading card game. You could like, definitely battle your Neopets in Neopets, right? That was yeah, cool. they had it. They had a battle okay. game. I don't think awesome. I did that, but I think you could. You could also battle your pet pets, right? Yeah. 
Like oh it just, it's just like multiple layers of. Yeah, it's like if Pokemon could have like like Pokey Pokemon or something like Pokemon. that. <laughs> Small. <laughs> Pokemon <have> smaller Pokemon. Smaller <laughs> Pokemon. I'm gonna make that. Oh God, this is terrible. It's it's it is not terrible. This is a, we're making a perfect game. We've never made anything other than a 100% on Metacritic game on this show. That's so true. Damn they, true. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna be on this island. Um, you know, there's and you're gonna be building up. Maybe this is a strand game. Maybe this is like Death Stranding, where you are <laughs> building up a social element to bring back the sort of glory of the early 2000s internet, where you could just pretend to be somebody else on a forum and play little weird games or whatever on on a like a very wholesome website that for some reason a bunch of like you know gatekeepy boys don't think is a real game but it's totally awesome maybe like when you're when you're playing this game you are you're pushing back the webkins and as you do that more people can like you'll start to see more people on your island and then that's when these like you know uh, systems of trade and um, different NPCs with mini games or shops or pet pets or whatever have you, they're all cropping up. Uh, and you're just trying to make like this perfect little uh, island oasis where Neopets never died. Oh, that's great. I think one thing we haven't, we haven't gotten onto yet that fits perfectly within that model. Um, one of the other things I really liked about Neopets is you'd be just browsing the site and then you'd get a little me- message at the top when you loaded a new page that would say, something has happened. And then like, <laughs> like it could be anything from like a fairy. <gasps> I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Like a fairy would like descend and give you like some Neo points. And that'd be really nice. Or sometimes like, I, I don't know, like disease would strike and you're, you're, I don't know, your, your chia or whatever it was would suddenly be really hungry. Like, yeah, these things would just like happen. They could be good or bad. Um, and that seems like it would fit perfectly kind of having, I mean, I'm picturing something that's not web-based in this case, but, um, in in the survival game, I could see like just random things striking out of nowhere and either giving you just a a bunch of good stuff or absolutely ruining your day. Oh yeah. So maybe this game is called Neopets colon something has finally happened. (laughs) 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 that's great the neopets are back something has finally happened with neopets and we're gonna we're gonna bring it back we're going to push back the webkins and show show all these uh these these young kids these days how how awesome the early 2000s were are webkins even still a thing Um... Uh, oh man i'm gonna feel like a real old man if that's already passed Maybe in the same way that Neopets is still a thing. But wait, because I kept up with this, and then I kind of stopped keeping up with this. But Um, Neopets was releasing a mobile game. What? Let me see if that's still a thing. Okay. Webkins. um, Oh, yeah, you can definitely see that I have looked this up many times. (laughs) Google history. (laughs) Okay, so they have Neopets Legends and Letters, which is essentially a puzzle Neopets game. Okay. Okay. Anyways, I'm installing it now. No, I'm looking at something else. I'm looking at Neopets Mobile. Wow. Yeah, it's... I I don't know. I think this is just a mobile version of Neopets. (laughs) Oh, look, I could buy a pretty baby stroller with Neopoints. Oh, no, they've introduced microtransactions since I last came here. No! No! Yay! Yeah, Yeah, you can... Of course they have. Of course they have. 
there is only so much um, that we can do to make this game like the like real devs. There's only so much we can do to make this game good before EA is going to kind of ruin it. So um, I think we've done all we can to make this a perfect game. So uh, we are going to take a break and come back at you with another never before seen game. We're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never before seen game. So our second game is an Overwatch game that is a battle royale game with a fashion mechanic. So it's Apex Legends? Whoa! <laughs> shit! Oh no! <laughs> kind of? That's all, folks! <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick one. We... No! No! Let's, we should lead into the fashion mechanic. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah, well, we gotta stop that's... making EA games. I don't want any more EA games. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, so that'll be the, like, you know, one of the best parts about Overwatch is, is, you know, I mean, from at least a casual standpoint is like getting new skins and, and stuff like that. So maybe this is a third person game so you can actually see those skins that you're that you're on. It's not just like different looking gun and some different like, you know, voice prompts for legendaries or whatever like that. And this has to be a mechanic like th this isn't just like skins. This isn't just like, oh, I can customize my character like the, this has to like have something to do with something. So like maybe the level of your fashion, like like if you pair outfits that are that look good together, maybe you get like stat boosts or something, or you can maybe if you're just really really fly, you can intimidate your enemies and like cause them to just be like stunned with how beautiful you look. Oh, I am so excited at the possibilities with the porn Doctor Mercy skin. <laughs> yeah, porn doctor <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like maybe it's strictly mechanical like you know you get mercy's uh good good coat and it gives her res back or whatever but like part of the game is looking better than somebody else like looking better than like maybe it's a battle royale where you have to look the best america's next top model overwatch okay yeah <laughs> so i had like a strong opinion about this because i played i i think that because the, there are a lot of like very good and interesting fashion games out there but they're usually you know people kind of look down on them because it, mm -hmm. it what it's either a game for kids or it's a game for oh god women oh no oh, my god. <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah in terrible. my video game in my video games, no. Um, but they're, they're sort of dismissed as like not real video games. I and I yeah. it, that's not exactly my thing. Like I'm, I personally am not super into fashion games. But I had to review one, and I wish I could remember the name of it. It was like like four years ago or something. Uh, I think it was for the 3DS. But it was this it was this fashion game, and the whole idea was you, you were you were building a fashion store or whatever, and you were trying to like stock clothes that people would want, and everybody had like different tastes. And they would come in and they would kind of give you an idea of what they wanted. And then you have to recommend things to them. And so there was that. But then at the same time, you would you would get more things. and You'd be able to curate your own outfit. And based on how you were dressed, you know, you would like appeal to different people. They would like see how you were dressed and see the kinds of things that were in your store and be like, oh, this is a place I want to buy things. So it was about, you know, having an eye for what kinds of things looked good together. And also, you know, knowing what kinds of customers you wanted to attract. And that that was really fun. I had a really good time playing that game. I wish I could remember what it was called. Um, but I could see that being like something very interesting to pair with a battle royale game where, yeah. you know, as, as you level up, you gain access to more pieces of outfits. And depending on how you pair them together, you can gain boosts in battle. So maybe Ooh. there is like a social aspect to this battle royale, sort of like um, sort of like the game that you were talking about from from what I gleaned from what you said. And then also, like, I don't know if you from if either of you are familiar with Moonlighter, which is like a game where you play like an RPG 
um, like shopkeeper and you have to like go into dungeons and like get spoils with which to sell to adventurers in the town. Maybe you have like your own store and before before the actual mission starts, like every every player has like two minutes to like look at different stores and buy the best outfits. Oh. And like you get you get buffs for like, oh, like 35 people bought your t-shirt that you designed that's in your ah, store. That's so you so you get like a double jump or you know, you get um, you know, faster cooldown on, you know, tracers, whatever she does. Everybody like is dicking around before a, a, a battle royale game starts. You're in the bus or you're, you know, running around in a like a safe zone where nobody can kill anybody or whatever. Maybe like five minutes or two minutes or whatever before an actual battle royale match starts, you get to go around, but you have like a very limited time. So you can't like look at all 100 people's stores or whatever. And you just be like, okay, I'm going to grab these pants and I'm going to grab this shirt and this jacket and these boots and this hat. Okay, good. And then turns out you didn't look so good after all when you get oh. down on the, on the, Island or like maybe it's like holy shit you like you know you're the you're the best looking one here um, statistically so you're gonna <laughs> get you're gonna get a certain kind of bonus or whatever um, I think that's really cool I like most of the time we make games that kind of suck <laughs> like um, but these these two games that we made today like I I really like them <laughs> this show is at its best when you're thinking about a, basically a genre of game that sort of doesn't exist like a fashion battle royale exactly the game was called style savvy styling star say that gotcha. five times fast um, it came out in 2017 <laughs> for the Nintendo 3ds um, Nintendo published but yeah it was it was quite good. I also wonder, because it's an Overwatch game, Overwatch is a hero shooter, um, characters shouldn't be totally customizable. Like, you should still have your Tracer, right. your your Symmetra. Maybe, like, so taking Tracer for an example, maybe there's also an element of you want to pick out clothes that Tracer would like. So, like, you wouldn't put oh, yeah. Trace, Tracer in, like, Mercy's lab coat. Like, you wouldn't do that. So, if, <laughs> no. maybe, maybe Tracer looks great, but she gets out there and she's like, wow, I feel, like, super uncomfortable and, you know, doesn't get whatever bonus. Yeah, yeah, it's like in Metal Gear Solid 4, there was the mora- or there was the like psych meter and it would go down whenever like somebody insulted Snake or whatever. <laughs> Maybe there's like a mechanic like that in this game where it's just like, ooh, you accidentally went out of the house in something that looks like garbage. Oops. And it, your, your like meter goes down. Well, and on that too, like the, the, the types of clothing maybe affect their abilities. Like, mm, yeah, Tracer Blinks is very fast. Do we want to put her in flip-flops? Do we want to put her in heels? <laughs> well, guess what? That's going to then affect your abilities. I think that's really cool. And like, you know, if we're going to go with the like before battle shop thing, you know, the frantic nature of just like, oh shit, I, this store doesn't have any Genji pants. I need some fucking Genji pants. Oh my God. You know, and you can't find them. And like, you know, you got to maybe make do with what what is around. And it's like, oh yeah, Genji's wearing flip-flops and cargo shorts, which is really sort of a soldier 76 kind of outfit. Yeah, no, Genji would definitely be in like thin gray sweatpants. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Zenyatta could wear flip-flops because Zenyatta floats. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're you're playing Widowmaker and like for some fucking reason everybody that's logged on right now is just a Torb shop. So she's in like a Torb like a Torb outfit that is like ill-fitting, but you know you got to work with it and that's totally fine. And and now you're on the now you're on the whatever island. We're doing a lot of island games. Uh where you <laughs> Where you're you're fighting and and I guess everybody's dressed up like Torb in that in that uh in that example. Um I do man, I love like, you know, the different uh heroes and stuff for Overwatch put in a different 
kind of game, you know, than a just hero shooter, but it's not, you know, deathmatch or whatever. Like putting it in a battle royale setting with all these different characters and their different abilities, it probably won't be balanced well, but neither is the real game Overwatch. So who gives a (laughs) shit? No, it just, it sounds like mostly for fun and nonsense. And I like that. Maybe, maybe we need like a separate, like, cause you know, it is is a battle royale shooter thing. Maybe we also need a separate mode. That's just a fashion show mode where everybody like just goes out on the runway. Exactly. Well, and like in uh, Super Smash Brothers, there's like the four fun and four glory modes. So like Mm, maybe you're maybe there's, you know, like casual and ranked and in in real deal Overwatch where, you know, it's like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to just play Junkrat and casual because Junkrat's not really meta or whatever is going on in the game today. So you go casual because I want to I want to be my boy Junkrat because he's my favorite character. But I might not do that in in actual ranked mode because I'm going to get beat up by whatever thing is meta right now. Ooh, ooh. so the the casual mode, the shops that you can visit um, in the kind of beginning, they're they're randomized, right? So like you can, ooh. like anybody's yeah. shop can show up. You can just, you know, go to whatever. It's it's kind of chaos. The ranked mode has a set amount of set shops like every single week or month or whatever that ooh. are like selected for everybody and they rotate through and they're they're like the best ones. So like if you've made... If you've made a shop and you get into the ranked mode, then I don't know, you get like some kind of bonus because you're, you're in there um, or whatever like that. We have weirdly just made Splatoon because Splatoon, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we have. because Splatoon literally does this whole like fashion thing and you have a full set. So you get an extra bump for whatever it is. Whoops. We just made Splatoon Battle Royale. <laughs> But you know Everything what? Everything should have fashion. Every game should have customizable characters in some in some regard, and it should have like some kind of fashion mechanic. I freaking love dressing up characters. I'm playing Pokemon right now. I can't Dude, stop yeah. changing my character's clothes. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like in 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 Pokemon right now, like I'm dressed up like a like a posh like art critic. Yeah. Um, that. But I have black gloves, so maybe I break into the place after after it's closed and steal the art, too. And so it's, like, cool just to have that little vibe of, like, this is my character. And, like, in Overwatch, you're like, yeah, I like the Imp Mercy skin, and that's cool. But then, like, you know, there's a bunch of other, you know, Christmas Lucios around or, or like, <laughs> Christmas Christmas Torbs or, or whatever it's going to be. So the real problem here is it's going to be an Overwatch game that's a battle royale. So we're going to need more than 26 characters or whatever. So, but, um, oh, that's right. That's right. We're going to need, we're, we're going to, is it, are there going to be a hundred characters and you can only have one of each in each match? <laughs> I think uh, I would see, I love the, the idea of randomizing it. Um, be, just because I like adding elements of chaos into competitive games, even though that's like totally not the like prevailing thought. Like I think items should be in smash. Like I, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I do like the idea of like, you're spawning in and you're like, crap, I'm Reinhardt. None of no tracer pants are going to fit Reinhardt at all. <laughs> so I got to like, I got to figure my shit out or else it's just going to be Reinhardt in his underpants running around with a big old hammer. <laughs> I'm here for that too, though. <laughs> I know. I was just gonna say. Actually, there's a there's a, a wait a minute. A, there's a not insignificant amount of people that would really enjoy that. So. <laughs> I mean, if Reinhardt wants to wear, you know, like nice, more feminine clothing, then Reinhardt should be able to wear that. I think that's great. Dude, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's um, some potential here. Oh man, and you know, with as as diverse and you know open minded as a lot of Overwatch fans are, that fandom would like totally be like, you know what? Actually, Reinhardt, 
wears dresses and loves it. And then that makes its way into canon. Yes. <laughs> Reinhardt doesn't move very fast. Yeah. Reinhardt moves very slowly. So Reinhardt's yeah. a great candidate for clothing that is maybe a little bit tougher to move in. I love the idea of like junk rat in just like a singed wedding dress. Like mm. running around. I actually really love that. A lot. <laughs> Be your own junker queen, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Reinhardt in a completely latex suit. Yes, like the Widowmaker. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because oh honestly, God. that's more intimidating than armor. Like a like a ten foot man with a giant hammer just wearing latex. <laughs> You know we're going to get some really bad fan art out of this game. I, yeah. And some good fan art, too. We're going to get good and bad fan art. Anybody listening, if you're able to, I always try to put out a little prompt for people. uh, But, like, if you want to draw, like, a fashion-based Overwatch thing, like, tweet it at me and I will... I will very much enjoy it, especially if it's going to be Junkrat flying through the air in like a singed <laughs> wedding dress. Oh, man. Someone in my community drew me a picture of Roadhog because I, I was discussing this once, but it was a she drew me a picture of Roadhog wearing. You remember those juicy sweatpants? <laughs> yeah. It was that, but it said musty on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that's great. Um, And there's, you know, different buffs and stuff that you can get from the the different clothes. We'll just keep it at like tops, bottoms uh, and like accessories and hats and shoes or something like that. You don't want to make it like too granular of just like, oh, and shorts are different than just pants and dresses are, you know. Yeah. So because that would be. And it could get it could get more granular over time. Like this game is obviously going to just be a, a wild success. So we can start off with just like (laughs) tops and bottoms and then like add more accessories as time goes on. I mean, DLC, microtransactions. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Loot loot boxes that give you different clothes. I have a confession, guys. I'm not completely against microtransactions. Oh, I'm not either. Okay. (laughs) I was like, oh no. I'm going to get kicked off this show. I'm I'm being a little bit over snarky. Games got to get... Game's got to make money. I get it. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. How how else are you gonna have the the dev resources to make a hundred different characters and like nineteen different outfits yeah. for all of them and <laughs> online infrastructure and ranked and competitive? You know, meta whatever. No, meta, microtransactions Absolutely. are good. People no, do I, them. I mistrust like them. EA's aggressive monetization. Yes. Yes. But, <laughs> but but Blizzard, I think, with Overwatch, did a fairly decent job with the loot boxes. So it is it is respectable play. for yeah. sure. And so too will be this game that we made today, which we need to figure out what we're going to call it. Overdressed! 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 We got yes. it! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like overdressed colon the Overwatch fashion game or whatever. Like, that's, that's very good. Damn, that's really good. I, I don't have anything to add to that. Right? That's the only stroke of inspiration I'm going to get for the week. It's done now. we've used up all of our brain cells perfect so that's that's a 10 out of 10 on or that's a 100 on metacritic game so that's going to bring us to the end of the program for today but first let's go over some patch notes this is where we go over some listener submitted ideas to be fed into the robot for use in future episodes and remember you can submit words by tweeting us at at the nes pod or posting in our patreon uh this week we have added the following to the machine street fighter Dark Souls, and Flight Sim. This brings our potential game total to 26,251,600. 
in 62 games, which is, uh, if you're keeping track at home, a lot of games. Uh, <laughs> Sam, thank you so much for guessing today. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Um, you can unfortunately see me a lot on twitter.com <laughs> at the Samethyst or on Twitch, which is just Samethyst. Uh, either way, uh, that's your warning. <laughs> Good luck. The streams are good. The Twitter is good. I, I, I mentioned it in the intro, but you have a, you have a wonderful Twitter presence. <laughs> some, some, some good goofs to be had. Um, and you, what, what do you normally stream? You stream Overwatch, yeah? Yeah, I, ma- I mainly stream Overwatch. Um, I try to stream most weekdays, uh, but since I work full time, sometimes I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah, you're in, you're in game dev and you stream most days. Like, yeah. Woof. <laughs> Drink some water. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Stay hydrated, gamers. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Reb, uh, where can people hear slash see more of you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Duck Valentine. I also am a staff writer at gamesindustry.biz. It's a video games industry uh, BTV site. So all the industry news, uh, we do a podcast, comes out every Friday. It's, or sorry, every, comes, record every Friday, comes out every Monday. It's published on the website. So, and I'm also on uh, Super Deformed Gamescast, which is live every Thursday night. SDGC is the most wonderful shit show of a program <laughs> you get. You get like five completely professional people in their own right, and then you put them together, and it's just screaming. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> well, we did our top 100 games of all time last week, which was absolute nonsense, as you might imagine. Yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy. I was drinking beer and watching it and screaming in my own house. I so. can't believe we got Chrono Trigger at number one. At least that's respectable. But the rest, hell is yeah. Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want bonus episodes, early episodes, shout outs or access to the robot yourself, check out our Patreon. The link is in the description. If you don't have any cash to throw away, we'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please consider leaving a positive review because it really does actually help us out. Patreon shout outs for this week include the nanobiologist Mikey Phillips, Patrick McPherson, Erica Scherer, Miss Shelby Ray, Alec Bobco, Colin McCasey, and Andrew Feisner. I can be found at at Two Headed Giant, and this has been the new Entertainment System podcast. And as always, tweet Cam and tell him that you love him. Bye. I'm gonna tweet Cam and tell him I love him. <laughs>